Welcome to my video. Why not hire? The collapse of Silicon Valley Bank on 10th of March 2023 has caused quite some turbulence in the financial markets. In particular, the prices of bank stocks went down, not only in the US but worldwide, as investors feared that the fall of the California-based bank could trigger contagion effects. In fact, investors have become increasingly concerned about the stability of the entire US banking system. On 14th of March, Moody's Investor Service downgraded the US banking system, citing a rapidly deteriorating operating environment. Silicon Valley Bank went under because it mishandled its duration management. The duration of its assets, loans and long-term bonds was much higher than its liabilities, mainly customer deposits. As a result, the rise in interest rates made the bank's asset values decline much faster than its liabilities' market value, causing massive unrealized losses. The real problem began when clients withdrew their funds. To finance the cash outflow, Silicon Valley Bank sold securities and realized previously unrealized losses, which depleted its equity capital. This is when the FDIC intervened and closed the bank. On Sunday, the 12th of March, the US government insured all deposits, including those which were previously uninsured, clients hold with Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank in New York to prevent a bank run. Most importantly, the Federal Reserve provides banks with a new and virtually unlimited line of credit, the Bank Term Funding Program, so that banks needing cash will not have to sell assets and realize losses. According to the FDIC, at the end of Q3 2022, US banks had unrealized losses in their security portfolios of nearly 690 billion US dollars. These losses are largely attributable to the Fed's policy tightening. Banks bought these securities when interest rates were at rock bottom. And when the Fed delivered a series of interest rate hikes, bond prices cratered. The Fed's new credit line for banks will most likely prevent a liquidity crisis. There won't be a shortage of funds if clients wish to withdraw their money from the banks. And if the Fed stops its interest rate hiking spree, if it cuts interest rates, banks' unrealized losses will be reduced as bond prices would go up. From a purely technical point of view, the measures taken by the US government seem suitable to stamp out a bigger banking crisis before it ensues. But what about the real economy? What if the flow of credit to consumers and producers starts to dry up as banks and investors become more hesitant to take on more risk? Experience shows that trouble in the banking system, even if banks are kept afloat, can certainly have negative consequences for production and employment. The US government's rescue policy conveys a rather important message, namely that in times of crisis, printing new money is widely considered the policy of the least evil, an evil deemed acceptable to prevent a perceived even greater evil. 
Needless to say, this is a slippery slope towards locked-in higher inflation, actually a high inflation regime. But wait, the prices of gold and silver have not really moved as one would have expected in such a crisis scenario. Investors appear confident that the current concerns about the health of the US banking system can and will be contained, that they will be short-lived and that the Fed will succeed in lowering inflation. Taken together, this might be an answer to the question of why gold and silver have not been trading much higher in the past few days. As I speak, the price of gold is around about $1920 per ounce, the price of silver close to $22 per ounce. However, it is certainly too early to give an all clear and believe the crisis is over. With the bank term funding program, the Fed has actually underwritten US banks' deposit base of around 17 trillion US dollars. And while this is just insurance, what happens if clients actually start withdrawing funds in sizable amounts from the banking system? How would markets react to a sudden and enormous increase in central bank money pumped into the banking system and the Fed's balance sheet expanding like never before? How will people react when the Fed cuts interest rates to prop up the banks despite elevated inflation? And suppose confidence in the greenback, the world's reserve currency, dwindles. What will happen to all the currencies essentially built on the US dollar? It is high time to realize that the fiat US dollar monetary system faces tremendous challenges and that the risks of higher inflation and or credit, creditor defaults are increasing. Granted, this is an uncomfortable truth. However, holding at least some physical gold and silver is one possible solution to protect one's portfolio from the vagaries of a fiat money system spiraling out of control. Let us end with a quote from Thomas Paine, quote, Man has no share in making gold or silver. All that his labors and ingenuity can accomplish is to collect it from the mine, refine it for use and give it an impression or stamp it into coin, quote ends. It is worth remembering that today's fiat money is actually the opposite of gold and silver. It can be increased at any time in any amount by man. This is why there is reason to expect that gold and silver will be trading much higher going forward. Thank you very much for your attention. If you enjoyed the video, please like, share and ring the bell and follow my channel.